What's up, everybody? Wednesday, uh, January 26th. If you haven't seen the smile on Igor's face, it's the big one. Um, it's just three days after Aaron Rodgers took the L. Um, wild card weekend, divisional round is done. We now have the AFC and NFC championship. And uh, I haven't seen a smile this big on Igor's face in a long time. So uh, Brandon, Rob, Igor, we have all the guys here. I'm going to give the floor to Igor because he has some things he needs to get off his chest. I got I to start off with the Super Gremlin track. The, the 49ers and Debo did their thing. I got to go with that. Um, man, oh man, oh man. After about a, I don't know, what was it? 16, 17, 18, whatever weeks it was. Uh, I was preaching the same thing from day one. Mr. Ivermectin. Always, you know, uh, 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 I don't know what you even want to call it. A, a calorie buster during the regular season. Just throwing up the stats. No interceptions. And then once it yeah. comes to the playoffs... Uh, what uh, what did I tell you? And I, I, again, I was so mortified watching the game because first and foremost, like I, I don't even know what to say in terms of that situation because it wasn't even like you know Jimmy Garoppolo had a fantastic game or anything. He, he was the, the 49ers offense was absolutely terrible in that first half, minus seven uh, yards in the first quarter or what it was. The game should have been done at the half, but again. Besides, uh, uh, you know, the first drive and a nice little Aaron Jones pass, which should never have happened because Shanahan using his timeouts uh, before the half was stupid. Um, there was nothing there. It was empty calories from Mr. Ivermectin. And when the game was on the line with four minutes to go, and you, we can go through all the special teams, all the excuses, 10 points. 10 points from Mr. Ivermectin in a playoff game. No touchdowns. Again, was lucky not to be intercepted on that last drive uh, twice because the Devontae Adams pass wasn't good either. Brandon's gone through it. Alan Lazard was wide open. Bad read on his, on his part. But again, we saw what Aaron Rodgers is at the end of the day. And this is what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> They've been called, what have they been calling them? Um, Throw Rogan, Mr. Right. Ivermectin, Aaron Rodgers. There's uh, a, so many things that I can throw out, and it's not even quite. <laughs> Again, seven and nine record in the playoffs since 2010. And I did some research because I, I knew that people were, he's gotten to the same number. He's won the same number of NFC championships as Rex Grossman, which is terrible in itself. And I was looking at that one game, that one game that he won back in 2010 to get him to the Super Bowl. He beat a guy named K, uh, uh, Caleb Haney. That's right. You have no idea who that is because that Not guy was the long second stringer because Jay Cutler got injured in that game. He, uh, Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions, no touchdowns, and 230 yards. A horrible game by his standards. But, again, the backup was in there, and he lucked his way into a Super Bowl. Or else he, he might have been – it might be 0-5 or whatever it would have been in the NFC division game, title games. So – I don't want to hear no more excuses about the defense doesn't help them and all that shambles that Brandon been talking. I got the shades on and everything because again, oh, empty calorie, empty calorie Rogers. It, it was, it's a disaster zone. He was throwing catch to, to Devontae Adams the whole game through no risky passes up until the last one. And again, I've been saving this one all week and, I, and I've been waiting to get on this show for this. It's that, Porn star Jimmy, who had a terrible first half. Terrible when game. Was, when the game was on the line, he rose to the occasion. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers went limp. 
Aaron Rodgers went limp, and porn star Jimmy rose to the occasion. And that's just the facts of it. Porn star Jimmy, when the, when the game was on the line, porn star Jimmy did what he needed to do. And it's, and it's true. With four minutes left, and, and again, I get the whole punt thing situation. It happens. The special teams wasn't good and so forth. But four minutes left, a star quarterback, I thought, hey, he's going to go down there. It's going to take all that time. They'll kick a field goal, and they'll win the game. What did he do? A three and out on some terrible reads. Didn't, didn't do anything whatsoever. They give the ball to Garoppolo. He hits, he hits Kittle on a, on a nice pass, Debo on a nice pass. And, again, my boy Debo seals the game with a nice seven, eight-yard run, and then they lose the game. So had all the makings of, of going down the field, winning the game, and he blew it. No excuse. And, and the thing about this Aaron Rodgers situation, he's been a diva since day one of the season with his holdouts and all this other stuff with the vaccine. And, and he was the super villain, and he got beat by the super gremlins. And that's how <laughs> it was working out. That's how it ends up working out because he ended up being the super villain of the season and he got beat the first chance he got. He wasn't even Thanos. He was one of the little lesser lights that got beat on the first edition and couldn't even make it to the second edition. He couldn't even go to the end game. It was, that was it. That was it. That was it. He was the super villain. He was the evil. And that was it. And this is probably – and I can make the case that, you know, what, good. looking at legacies good. in Green Bay, looking at legacies in Green Bay, he might not even go down as the best Green Bay quarterback because Favre at least reached two Super Bowls. He lost one of them. But, again, he, he at least did more than what Rodgers did playoff record-wise and so forth. So, I mean, that's my rant on, on, on Mr. Ivermectin in general. I, again, I kept it rather short because I could have gone on for another Shorts. Shorts. I'll save that for the rest <laughs> for like of you to analyze minutes. the game. I just want to <laughs> say, and Rob, I will give credit to Rob because Rob was on board the, the majority of the entire time. He may not have picked San Francisco, but a part of him probably did because he knew Rodgers was going to blow it. And I've been telling you all year, except for Rob, that this was going to happen, and it happened again. He owns Chicago, says he owns them. But when it comes to the playoffs, these guys are his daddy all day, every day in the playoffs. And, you know, we'll, we'll end it there. You may go ahead. I love what uh, we just said. Jump in. Brandon, you want to go? <laughs> I just love what we said. The supervillain got beat by the super grillmans. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it when he said that. <laughs> but, hey, that's it. Uh, you can't – there's no excuse. They didn't get a rhythm. They didn't catch a rhythm at all. They couldn't run the ball. Uh, A.J. Dillon got hurt, I believe, in the third quarter. Uh, the offensive line got no push up front. They were getting manhandled. And to be honest, Aaron Rodgers did choke. He, he Flat out, he choked. He choked. He stopped making good reads. He threw the ball once to Deguera, who was wide open in the seam. Obviously, dropped the ball and just never went back to anyone else. Like, why do you, you know, try to pump up Alan Lazard all year just to not be – Devontae Adams, I believe, had around 70. I can't remember how many yards he had. Yeah, I 90 tried to yards. Wipe up. 90 Nine yards. 90 and, yards yeah. and, and the rest of the team had six yards reception, six yards receiving for the rest of the game. Every I other every other up. receiver. Jones had nine receptions for 129, which because he had a 75-yard. Okay. Well, receiver-wise, yeah. no one got involved. And that's on Lazard won uh, and Mercedes Lewis with one. And I don't think that's I don't think that's Lafleur. I think it's more so he just locked in on Devontae Adams. He didn't want this to happen again. And they, what happened is, and you're supposed to have the advantage in the frozen tundra. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't played in a cold game since college in the NFL. It was just an awful choke drop. I cannot believe they lost. That was 
the biggest shock to me because I put I bet the house on Green Bay, so he owes me a lot of money. And uh, hey, the, the Super Gremlins got them. They control the line of scrimmage, and I'm not surprised. But special teams coordinator send him to the moon. Um, defensive coordinator, good job. Aaron Rodgers sent him to the moon. Just get him out of here. Right? It was just an awful showing. Is the worst game of his career, and I can't. Hey, you guys are right, but I I do not I do not appreciate not appreciate, but I do not think. Igor going back to like 2010, 20, that does not hold any credence. It's a different year. Let's focus on the last few years. Don't go back to when he had Greg Jennings as a receiver, Donald Driver. You know, it's not. You beat, his only only victory was against Jay Cutler, who everyone thought was a a bump quarterback. I know Rob had him on his team for a little bit, but I'm sorry. I hated him. It was never great. And again, he beat Caleb Haney, who no one, who no one, unless you go back, no one knows who that guy is. I like, like, you know, that, that's his only victory in the NFC Championship. He didn't even beat a good quarterback. He beat a guy that no one's even aware of. And stats-wise, the backup actually had a better game than him. But, I mean, I, that's for here and there. But, but hey. one last thing, I don't want to go I don't want to hear no Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers stuff. No more. No oh, more. No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not applicable. No, no more. No. no, no. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is a great throw, like great arm talent. But arm talent doesn't, you know, result in, in winning. We've seen and the light. We've and that's what it is. But Green Garoppolo, it was no better. He was one interception, 11 for 19. 11 for 19 in the game. It, that's what makes it worse because the Green Bay defense was outstanding and Rodgers still couldn't win the game. That, that's yeah, why there's no him. excuses. If you can't score 14 points to win a playoff game at home, you don't deserve it. Simple Two as that. Are, Rob, actually, go ahead. Rob has to go. Yeah. Sure. I, I, got, I had so much from this. Cut I love the rant. <laughs> I, and I think Brandon finally hit on it. I've been saying this for a long time. He's a great arm talent. He might be the greatest throw of the football we've ever seen in terms of Absolutely. release, uh, accuracy. Yeah. But quarterback is more than just throw the football. It's about being a leader. It's about having a relationship with your receivers. He has no relationship with anybody. This guy can't get along with his own family, and we expect yeah. him to get along with receivers. When the going got tough, he didn't even look at anybody other than Devontae Adams. Um I just find that with Rodgers, it seems like there's there's people that in 2010 picked him as like this new great unstoppable force, and people just refuse. There's always excuses for uh, for him. There was the coach who I agree was terrible, uh, Mike McCarthy. He's an awful coach. And then it's you know the defense wasn't good enough. Well, this year the defense was was great. Uh, he doesn't have weapons. He, he had some pretty good players this year. I picked him to win this year because I'm like he's finally got a really good team. We haven't seen him with this good of a team since 2010. And he still couldn't win. There's obviously, there's obviously something wrong with this guy. And you look just across the board a few games earlier, Joe Burrow, three hours early in the game, he gets sacked nine times, still has the mental fortitude to, to hang in there, be tough. In a game that he easily could have said, you know, forget this, I'm out. He dug in, and he won a playoff game against a tough opponent in, in the Titans. And here is Rodgers, who just, when the going got tough, he faded again. He got, he got the ball back. And that drive just – they looked – I had no confidence that they were going to score on that on that drive when they got the ball back with um, – before San Fran got the winning oh, – um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when they got that ball back, I don't know about you guys, I was like, they're, they're not getting a first down here. Like, you could just – it was like they tensed up. It, you, could just, you could just feel it. So, I, I – there there's obviously something there's, – there's something that's, that's different in this guy that separates him. And Tom Brady obviously – is in a level by himself, but Tom Brady is a leader. And, and I think the great quarterbacks, um, Peyton Manning, I think is a leader. I think John Elway's a leader. 
And I, I don't think that Aaron has that, like, that leadership aspect that I think has hurt him um, in terms of winning in the playoffs. Same with Kyler Murray, too. No, the leadership. Leaders are, leadership is a really big deal. There's a lot of quarterbacks that don't have that, but they, yeah, it's, that's why Tom Brady's the best. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making notes. I'm making notes as we're going through here. So um, I just wanted to pull the receipt here because Igor was hedging his bets at some points during this game in case Aaron Rodgers happened to win. Now, that didn't happen, but I'm just going to go through it right here. Igor Henriquez, 9.37 p.m., quote, I could be playing quarterback for the Packers and they would be winning this game. Absolutely. So you were ready. Were ready. No, 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 no. No I, chance. That was, not, that was not me hedging bets. I, that was just me saying that at the end of the day, they were up 7 nothing. But the way that the, that the 49ers were playing, I could have been quarterback. That, I mean, that could have been like anybody, any one of us. I'm gonna the way that Jimmy, the way that Jimmy was playing, I, yeah. I was hedging my, I wasn't hedging bets. I was literally saying that he was like that Rogers was left to be up because I could have been quarterback because it was so bad in San Francisco. Jimmy could have been quarterback. I could have been quarterback in Green Bay. Was seven nothing. That that was Igor's. That was Igor's safe haven. Like, oh, if they if they if they win, yeah, he's getting ready. He's getting ready. He's getting ready. And let's be real about the situation. And I'm not going to go on heavy rant. The game should have been over at halftime. The way that San Francisco's anemic offense was playing, any decent half by Rodgers in the first one, the game was over. Like, it should have well, been look, 14, look what it took nothing. to win that game, man, right? Like, a blocked punt. Like, and this gets to my next point. Like, the better team, and I've said this before, in any sport, the better team doesn't win every game, especially in a one-game playoff. Now, nothing's gone right for Rodgers. So this is why we ask these questions. Is he a good leader? Does anybody like him? Go ahead. The, the situation that I find that I, that I was looking at him is he played – more like a game manager than an MVP candidate. Of course, yeah. And that was the problem. He, he game managed at Devontae, playing catch at Devontae. He wasn't aggressive to, to go for the, the, the jugular. He was happy just for these little situations. And then, yeah, he, he was lucky. The, the field goal getting blocked was lucky because he, he fumbled the, the previous play before, was lucky to get that back. He played more like a, a Trent Dilfer or an Alex Smith than he did an Aaron Rodgers. He, he played yeah. scared, he played conservative, and it bit him in, in the butt because, yeah, they were shocked in the situation where, again, it gets blocked and so Because I tell you right now, the way that the 49ers are playing, I had no confidence that they were getting in the end zone because Jimmy was just, was just terrible. Like, I had no confidence. And, again, yeah. The There's some drops. Off. There's some drops. Yeah. But, but the situation – and there was some drops, sure. But the situation was, again, a, a 49ers team that played terrible in, in a cold-weather climate where it was freezing – like, that, that was a gimme game the way that Jimmy was playing. All Rodgers needed was a, an average game, and he just but couldn't, this, couldn't get it done. To another point, though, um, it, it, this is, I think that this is who Jimmy is, right? Like, he's not going to go out there. He's, he's outside of the top 10. He's probably a middling quarterback around that 15 mark. So it's not like Jimmy went in there and was, like, a shell of himself. This is pretty closer to the mean for who he is. Which doesn't matter. The game's over. They lost. It's not like, but it's not like Jimmy went in there and did it. I just had to call. I just had to call the bluff there. And then right after, I said, "Igor, don't be that guy." And you said, "Porn star Jimmy has a 10 QB rating." LOL. Which it's is true. Fact. It's true. He had a. He true. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Well, like I told you, when he rose to the occasion, it was in the fourth quarter when when the, when the game was on the line. He outplayed Rogers significantly, and that's what won the game. In that yeah. last drive, he made some tough plays. And, and he got them where they need to be, where Rodgers couldn't. So when it really mattered, porn star Jimmy delivered. 
Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Fafari, same person. Look the same, Italian. <laughs> 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 there we go. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Obviously not football-wise, but good job. Yeah, you should be a backup. All right, man. I'm enough of this Rogers talk. I just want to forget about him for like 20, 12 years. 12 I want to uh, forget about it too, because it's disappointing. I was gonna say the only the only comparison I can think of a regular season guy to do in the playoffs in any sport is almost like um Tracy McGrady, a guy that did it all and then the playoffs came. And I guess yeah. even though he had some good like he wasn't terrible, he just didn't get over the hump really, right? And then my last point just about leadership, I was gonna say, even if people don't like Tom Brady or they don't like Aaron Rodgers, like whenever you're a leader, which you guys are all correct on, even if you don't like the person, there's a certain respect that goes into it. And I agree with you guys with Rogers. I think a lot of people don't like him. And this season I've been more tuned in and I'm, whether it be the, the vaccine thing, which people are on different side of the fence, I don't think people like him. And all at the same time, I don't know how much they respect him because he doesn't trust his teammates, which was very clear in that game. We looked at the receptions. Um, who was it? Lazard had one reception. Mercedes Lewis had one, and then it was nine to Jones and nine to Devontae. Uh, I mean, Mercedes, Mercedes ended up fumbling one of those too, so that that, that didn't help his cause. He stopped all. throwing to him after hey, that. Hey, yeah. that was a good th- that was a good play from Fred Warner though. So he should have went back to Big Dog, and he, he I, mentioned I, that. And Stanling as well, right? He was there all season. He didn't get one catch. I would just like to thank Aaron Rodgers for, for, for making me smile for the entire weekend. You know, during these COVID times, you're always looking for a for a good situation, and then it, it definitely. Uh, Made my weekend. Thank you to number 12. Okay. So, thank you. Great, a big man. thank you. Let's get on to the Brandon and Joe Bowl. So congratulations to Brandon. Uh, Cincinnati with the win. Tennessee Woo! let me down. I was not surprised. I warned you about them all year. It's funny when Rob started coming around, I said, let's pump the brakes because Ryan Tannehill is my quarterback. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Last play, first play of the game, last play of the game, Ryan Tannehill threw an interception. Uh, credit to Joe Burrow, Joey B. Credit to Brandon G. Credit to all the guys there. And, um, We'll, qu- we'll talk quick about this one, get to the rest of them, and then we'll get into uh, this week. So, Brandon, your turn. Your mic. Talk about your boys. I'm not going to go into rants like uh, Igor, but, no, it was, a, it was a very exciting game from a team that are, are extremely young, don't really know exactly how hard it is to get to the divisional round in the first place, and they showed out. Uh, Joe Burrow sacked nine times. I don't know if there's ever a team. I, I don't know if there's ever a player that's been sacked nine times and still come out with the win. So it just shows you that, hey, I don't think it's ever happened, right? And Joe, Bur- Joe Burrows, he, hey, this guy's gone through all the adversity from, you know, Dwayne Haskins starting in front of him in the Ohio State, him transferring, you know, going to LSU, having a terrible first year there, and then second year just being perfect for the most part. He's, he's dealt with adversity. He's become very, very confident, confident in his abilities. And Jamar Chase is unbelievable. He, he's, he's not, like, I think, uh, um, oh, my goodness, uh, Andrew Reaper said Jamar Chase is, like, he plays like he's not six four, but he plays like a six four player, and that's a perfect quote to put through Jamar Chase because he can he can make a big play out of anything. T Higgins played well, some drops there, and they ran the ball well for the first time in like five weeks. Joe Mixon actually scored, so that was great. Uh, I, I one thing I want to say about Derrick Henry, I think he's his legs are too long for short yardage gains. So on that one one fourth and one where the, he he hit the, he he didn't even hit the hole, his legs are too long, but. The other guy, what's his name? Not Hilliard. The other guy that was uh, Foreman. 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 Yeah, put him in there. I guarantee if you haven't been there, the Bengals are not there, right? But Evan McPherson, Money Mac. I just love this team so much. I'm amped. Um, hopefully they can get it done in the Foxborough because that was the one thing that brought me back to life after Aaron Rodgers thinks. So I was like, I know Igor is going to talk so much trash. <laughs> I wish, that was the I one wish thing. 
I wish it was at Foxborough. It's definitely not at Foxborough. I wish it was at Foxborough. Not Fox. Sorry, Arrowhead. My fault. Arrowhead. My fault. <laughs> Cincinnati <laughs> wishes it at Foxborough too. Yeah, exactly. They don't, don't want to go to Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, Arrowhead is literally the divisional, like invitational every single time. Um, sorry, the conference championship invitational. But it was a great game. Ryan Tannehill. I. How do you get intercepted on a screen pass? First of all, you just see Hilton there. Awful. But uh, hey, they got to get another quarter. I don't know if they have to get another quarterback, but they just need. Some- I do. Yeah, I think, yeah they would have to. They would need yeah. to. Yeah. Anyways, that's my they, take. They need to. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to AJ Brown. Another incredible game. Another incredible touchdown grab there. Kind of held it at his head, brought it in there. Incredible grab. Uh, Rob, Igor, do you guys want to talk about this? We'll go to you first, Rob. He, Tannehill's just too inconsistent. If they get average quarterback play in that game, they probably win that game. If they get I Jimmy mean, in that game, they could win the game, right? Yeah, it, it's just he he killed them in that game. Um, I, I want to just point on what what. Brandon talked about when he talked about Joe Burrow. I hated Joe Burrow coming out of college for this reason. He was compared to Tom Brady, and I just think that's ridiculous. But I've come around to saying the guy is legit. And if you told me, and I don't, I, I don't listen to what um, my buddy there at Barstool says about the the quarterback rankings. Mahomes is the best quarterback of this generation easily. If you ask me the second guy, I think I'm going with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I think he's that good. And quarterback is the one position where adversity almost creates great quarterbacks. Think about all the great quarterbacks. You know, Tom Brady didn't start in college, sixth-round draft pick, has to overcome. Um, Kyler Murray transfers. um, A bunch of guys that just have to go through it. And it's because to play quarterback in the NFL, there's a lot of adversity that goes with it. Money pockets, uh, throwing the ball quickly, dealing with a lot of – garbage it's like the guys that that had it too easy in college struggle because they're not used to that that chaos and so i i i've come around on joe burrow i hope they win this weekend i don't think it's gonna happen but i'm i'm on to this guy that he he'd be my second the second quarterback i'd take i'd take him over josh allen i think i'd take him over justin herbert wow uh igor yeah uh on this game i think uh you know truth be told i think Tannehill blew the game uh, I think he was terrible. I think the three interceptions were were all at vital times. One at, at the end of the game that that basically allowed McPherson to hit the, the field goal. Uh, I think the backbreaker, and I I was, I was texting Brandon during the game, uh, was that Foreman run for like 40 yards where where they literally got right in, into the red zone, and then Tannehill yeah throws that interception on the screen. I you know I thought that was ball game right there because it, like you just it just it was a huge momentum killer. And yeah, I think that was the situation on the other end. Uh, at times, I was scared for Joe Burrow. Um, he yeah. basically, um, I think he blew a couple of situations where they could have gotten more points and the game would not have even been tied um, going in. He took a couple of 15-yard sacks. Uh, and nine sacks is a lot of sacks. Like, you're going to get yourself hurt. He's got to learn to throw the ball away here and there just so he doesn't take any punishment. Uh, because, I mean, the Titans' defense is solid, but, like, that pass rush should not have gotten, gotten to you that many times. Um, so you're going to get hurt doing that. So he's got to learn better. If he does that at Arrowhead, he's in like, Chris Jones is going to eat him up alive. So he's got to do a better job there. They've, they're they're going to go in there having already beat the Chiefs in Cincinnati. So that, that that's going to be some kind of confidence there. Um, but he, yeah, he's got to learn to, uh, again, throw the ball away here and there. And, yeah, Jamar Chase ate up the Chiefs the first time. So they have an opportunity. Uh, I don't like, you know, their chances fully to win the game. But um, it's there. But he, he definitely – that was the difference. Burrow was sack a ton, didn't turn over the ball. Tannehill, three interceptions. That's what ended up being the difference in the game. And, yeah, the, the Titans need, need to get rid of Tannehill. I think that, that, that's what's holding them back, in my opinion. 
Uh, just terrible quarterback play. I think he was he was the worst of the bunch. Um, and there were some bad quarterback performances the, the, like last week. So there were lots of the lots of bad ones. Yeah, and like I said, if you get um, even Aaron Rodgers' performance, Jimmy Garoppolo's performance in that game, any of those guys, you win the game. Just average. Yeah. Like you, yeah. turnovers just kill you. Um, I just wanted just a few things before we move on. Actually, I'll throw this question to you guys first. Now it's been a bit of more of a conversation, and I asked this earlier in the year: Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? If you had to pick one. I mean, I, it's a conversation, yeah. right? I gotta, I, think, I gotta go with what I after the first year, and then there's a connection he has with Burrow. I think, yeah. uh, I think Jamar Chase has the higher ceiling. I think it depends on the quarterback throwing to them. To be honest with you, because yeah. I think they're yeah. they're almost inseparable. I think they're both great. The fact that they're all on the same team together is nuts. <laughs> Absolute. Scary. There's a reason yeah. why they put they, they put up that many points. I mean, they were a dominant offense. I will give a shout-out to A.J. Brown, though. I think he's made, like, the toughest catches this year that I've seen, especially coming back from an injury. He's had to, like, gut out so many really tough catches because Tannehill's just off the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if, for Jefferson, if he gets a different quarterback than Kirk Cousins, he, he might get up there. But, yeah. I mean, right now it looks like, you know, I mean, he, they could – Minnesota could win the, the division next year depending on what goes on in Green Bay, right? So, they're, they're $44 million over the cap. They're going to have to do some, some things over there for sure. And you talked about it, and Rob did too, just about uh, like adversity making a quarterback. And I say this all the time as a quarterback. How many guys come to lead? Jamarcus Russell, another guy, all the tools in the world, but reading a defense. Uh, and when you're running for your life and you don't have the best O-line in college and Alabama's receivers, whatever it happens to be, when, you know, when, when the ball gets snapped and you're running for your life, it's a little bit tougher to make those, uh, those throws. Um, that's going to wrap up that game. Now we're going to get to the NFC game that was on Sunday. So, uh, Igor, Tom Brady ended up taking the loss. Um, you wrote them off, I think, at halftime, along with a lot of people. They ended up coming back, almost winning the game. Uh, every game came down to a last possession at the end of the game. And I think it was the best weekend ever in NFL division playoff history, maybe in NFL playoff history. Um, are you guys coming around to Stafford and how far can LA go? And we'll talk about Tom Brady when you guys get the chance to. What do you think he's going to do next year? Igor, you're up. Well, it was, uh, it was a hell of a game. Um, I think the Tampa Bay defense was, uh, was horrific. I think the, the, third and uh, the third and 20 to Cooper Cup for the 77, whatever it was, touchdown was a disaster. Um, I thought Brady had a, a bad first half. Uh, I, don't, I don't mince words there. Uh, I think, you know, they, he was having issues, just like we, we discussed. Uh, pretty much what we discussed in the podcast ended up coming to fruition. Um, the right tackle, Werfs, Werfs was injured. Uh, against that, that great pass rush that the Rams have. They had Booby Wells at, at right tackle, and, and Booby was terrible. Uh, though maybe the worst tackle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. I call, I, I, everybody remembers Booby Wells from the NBA yeah. days. Right, I, I was calling him throughout the game because he was terrible. I don't know if he was on a gimp leg or whatever. I might have been able to play right tackle better than, than he did for against Arizona. Yeah. But anyways, he would have played terrible. Igor, Igor, Igor played better than everyone. Yeah, I, I was calling him Booby Wells the whole game, and that's what did him in. Brady was getting pressured all, all, all the whole time. And, yeah, I give Tom a bunch of credit. And, again, lucky a couple turnovers here and there. The Mike Evans pass was, was remarkable against Jalen Ramsey. But, again, the defense screwed them. 40 seconds left, all the momentum. They, they, they sack him in on the first play, and then they give up two 20-yard uh, play, play and a 45-yard play to cup. Well, you got to cover. The, the, the defense gives up 450 yards. Um, they were terrible. They were getting eaten alive for the majority of the game, and then they lost the game. But a hell of a comeback. They made it a game, and I thought momentum-wise it was all there for the taking. But, the, you know, the situation was it was too, too little too late, and – I think Tom's done. Uh, I think from what I've been hearing and what he's been saying, I think he's 
Um, I think he kind of sees the writing on the wall that the team's not going to get any better. They got their own salary issues and so forth. Um, I think he, I think he's, you know, wants to be with his kids and, and so forth. And he wants to, you know, go out on his own terms and not injured. Had a hell of a year, first in TDs, first in yardage. Uh, any other year, he might have been the MVP, but he probably won't be. Probably be Mr. Ivermectin, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, and that's it. And he'll go off on, on, his, on his high, you know, on his high horse, and, and that'll be the, uh, the end of that. So credit to, to Matthew Stafford. I think he, he had the best quarterback performance of anybody um, under pressure. Um, yeah, and it's a, the, the Tampa secondary just didn't, was, wasn't ready for Cooper Cup, and that was the end of that. Nobody's been ready for Cooper Cup all year, even when you think you're ready. Uh, Rob, your analysis on the game and Brady's future. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Matt Stafford's really – I thought he had an underwhelming regular season. I thought he was going to be fantastic. I, I picked them to win the Super Bowl, I believe, in the preseason. And then they were very underwhelming, the Rams. I, I give them 100% credit. They were, they've been great in the playoffs. Um, the L.A. Rams offense just seems to have this Tampa num- – the, the, the Tampa Bay defense's number, it just seems, because they beat them up pretty bad in the, in the first game. And it, it seemed like Tampa was chasing all games similar in this game. It just – like nothing they could do uh, worked – that Todd Bowles uh, all-out blitz call was one of the worst play calls I've ever seen. I did not understand that at all. Um, all you need to do was just hold them because their kicker was had missed a 50-yarder in that same direction and come up short. So I thought it was I thought it was terrible. It was obviously a bad matchup given the O line as Igor talked about, and and it was just so tough. Like Tom was, I'm surprised that that was even a game outside of the Rams turnovers that should have been a blowout. Um, in terms of Tom Brady, I I also I I agree. I think he's done in Tampa for sure. I think it's just he's been he's been leading up to this all year that he's been talking about how they're not really buttoned up, and Tampa's not a city that's like. You know, it's a different organization from New England where it was it was go to work, you know, 20-hour days, grind away. Tampa's more like a loose, like have some fun. Country club. Country club. Just, heck, look at the parade. When was the last time we saw Tom Brady hammered at the parade? We never saw that in New England. Like, it's just a completely different On a lifestyle. Okay. On a boat. And if you think about it, like, imagine this podcast. We got four guys. Imagine if one of us was so intense like Tom Brady. And the other three were like, were kind of like wishy-washy, like, hey, let's just do – this works because we all care. We all, we, we're all invested. We're all – if one person cares and the other three are like, yeah, whatever, it, it's, it's, it's emotionally taxing on the person that cares. It's like, come, like why are they not in the same level? Why are they so, not bringing them? Yeah, so I, I think that the, the relationship doesn't work. I think he is done there. My only caveat is that he was so good this year, I think he might want to come back and – I wouldn't put it past him to exercise his option to maybe look at go to the San, to the to the Niners. I think that's the that's one of the only other teams that makes sense and that he might be willing to say I'm not going to go out. But going out like this, leading the league in passing, is is would be a tremendous way for him to go out. But I wouldn't put it past him to maybe say, let me look at going to the Niners. It's his it's childhood team. Maybe he he decides to go home. Um, that would be my only thing, but I do think the Tampa Bay thing is done. That's a great point. That's a that's a great point from Rob right there because that's like you, you he'll be a better Jimmy Garoppolo. I got all he's got to do is uh, you know hand the ball off and throw the Greg Kittle in the seam. And they, they got Easy. Trent Williams there. They, they've got to upgrade the line a little bit, but they have Trent Williams, who's maybe the best left tackle in football. I I think that if they upgrade the offensive line, because that's a great roster over there in San Fran, I think he can make it work. 
I really, I really agree with that. But no, it was a great game. I was kind of panicking at the end because I'm like, man, Tom Brady is the most fortunate player of all time. How is he in this 27-27 when after being down 27-3? Yeah, I was like the Atlanta Falcons over again. It's just, but top. I'm not going to put this all on top bolts. I think that the offense of uh, the Tampa Buccaneers played really, really terrible the entire game, especially in the first half. It was virtually like I honestly felt like I didn't want to watch it at some point because they were struggling so much. Uh, no, but Tom brought it back and you know, Eric Weddle with that stupid penalty at the end. Thank God that wasn't uh, something where they can reposition the ball. Uh, but no, it was a great game. And uh, Cooper Cup, offensive player of the year, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, you'd probably be the MVP. I got I got to take uh, Umbridge with that. Uh, the most fortunate player of, of all time. Of course yeah, that, that's just that's just, how can you how can you really say that after you watch that this week? Like after a while, after a while, and again, it, it nearly was another Atlanta situation like the last time. You, it, when it happens over and over again, you can't just blame dumb luck for things because you got sometimes you got to be you got to be lucky to be good. And yeah, he was yeah. given opportunities, but I mean, let's be honest here. We, he scored more points in four minutes than, than Mr. Ivermectin did in, in the whole game. So, oh, like, 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 like that's, that's just the truth. Don't let like, it go. And you know what? That's actually, looking at that last play, I was – because the way the Tampa defense was playing, I'm like, man, I know Fournette scores that TD, but I really think they should have just quarterback sneaked that and kept the mm-hmm. ball a little bit longer because that's 40 seconds. That's And we'll talk about it in the next game because, like, well, that, that's a whole situation in itself. But I'm like, oh, I like it's too early. Like, score that a little bit later. Give them less time. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think the defense let let them down. And yeah, when Brandon can say he's the fortune. But again, I think Green Bay with Tom Brady would have won that game on Saturday. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course. This guy's always gonna come back. Well, I thought we were done with Ivor Beckman. All right. I guess every single time we'll talk about Ivor Beckman. We'll never be Fine. done with Ivor Beckman. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the bill. God damn it. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a great game. Uh, Brandon, you think he comes back next year? No, I don't think he – well, I, I think he goes to – that's a great question. I, I think he's wired differently. I just think, you know, Aaron Andrews was on the Pat McAfee show today and pretty much said, like, hey, we, like, we think he's done. We think he's probably done now. Um, he got his first unsportsmanlike penalty from, from Hockley. By the way, Hockley, that guy's a hero. That guy, every time he's, he's refing the game, he has to be a hero. They go, Daddy told me I'm important too. He's literally the worst. That crew is the worst. And if you actually look at the tracker, they're the worst. They're the ones that call the most taunting uh, penalties and whatnot. Um, no, I, I would love to see more Tom Brady just because he's an absolute legend. But I think that you know, the, being over the cap and a lot of you know Byron Leftwich probably leaving uh, to get a job, so on and so forth, it's going to be tough for him to come back into that. that. More yeah. likely to retire, Tom Brandon Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Tom Brady. Brandon doesn't. So sorry, Brandon doesn't mention the, um, the the crew that was doing the Cincinnati Vegas game that that were blowing uh, blowing things like off. What was it? Uh, blowing the calls and, and scoring the TDs, anyways. He doesn't mention that crew that isn't working. Yeah, that's all good. Hey, they're a great, they're a great group of men. Great. great group of men. They should be in the next game. <laughs> those guys, those guys did such a terrible job. They're not getting any more playoff games. That play, that play should have been blown dead and repeated. Hey, they are heroes. Those men are heroes. Those men are heroes. Those men are heroes. I was just going to tune on this. Yeah, Brandon asked it, but if you guys want it, I guess everybody, uh, Brady or Rogers more likely to retire. You guys all think Brady? Unfortunately, to retire. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think Tom for sure. I think I think uh, I think Aaron's definitely looking at maybe uh, maybe Rob's Denver maybe Rob's Denver team, the Steelers. I I think I think Rogers still has a couple of years left, and he's gonna try to carve out a legacy somewhere else. 
I mean, it'd be interesting. I think it might be a package deal with Devontae Adams. I, I think I think where one yeah. goes, the other might go, and that'll that'll turn some tide uh, of some teams for sure. I, I think I think Rogers will do what Brady did. He'll look at the rosters mm-hmm. of uh, and the best fit, and he'll and he'll join, and, and that'll help him out. And good on him. At the end of the day, you're not going to go to rebuilding scrub teams. You'll go. You'll go to a team where you might be able to win. One of those two guys goes to Tennessee with the roster they have. Is there a I, shot? I I think Rogers. I think there's a chance. Okay. okay. Tennessee makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense for one of them. Yeah. Well, the defense, well, the defense looks like it's there and another draft year. Yeah. I think I'm praying that they get one of them. Um, I, w- I was just going to touch on Brady quickly. My brother was even asking me about what I thought if what uh, Brady should do. And I was just, although he's, is he 44 now? 44. Yeah. My whole thing was no matter how much you love your family, you know, knock on wood, like they're going to be there for the rest of your life. Right. Like what quarterback, what he's doing is as unprecedented and Igor thinks I like to, you know, on Brady, I give a lot of credit. He's doing things at a level that hasn't been done before. Right? He's playing at a high level still. So my whole thing is, why would you want to retire when you're still a top five player at your position in the game? You can still do what you want to do. It's, you know, whatever of the season. And, you know, when you retire, it's not gonna, like both guys, I think when they retire, they're done. You're never going to be able to come back. Um, and not to say that, you know, that's going to really factor into his thing. Family's always going to be there. It's just, is Giselle calling the shots or is Thomas another question? I think I, I agree with your point, but the issue is that you also want to go out on, on decent health mm-hmm. and, and him going out and being able to let, like, you don't want to be one of those situations where you go into a season and you're getting knocked around because again, right now he's, he's in, he's in whatever shape he's in. Well, again, playing in the NFL that long and taking the hits and absorbing the hits, it's going to cause you some, some sort of damage either way long-term. It, it is what it is. Hopefully really not any I agree with you, though. Any CTE, it might not be CTE or, or so forth because, again, I think that's actually one of the reasons that Brady um, ended up having the longevity that he did because he wasn't a guy that was a very mobile quarterback. He didn't take a, a huge number of hits, and he, and, and he ended up staying relatively healthy. I personally don't think like a guy like Lamar Jackson or Patty Mahomes or, the, or Kyler Murray, will they be able to play till 44? I don't Josh think Allen. So. Josh Allen. Why? Because okay. they, their bodies take such a beating from all the rushes they do, and they take a lot more hits than Brady ever did because Brady was a pocket quarterback. Uh, and I think that helps you a ton. Uh, and that's why I think you retire when you're able to and, you're, and, you're, and you leave walking and not in a situation where you're just a beat-up disaster like, like Peyton Manning was because uh, Peyton's arm was just a disaster. And you kind of want to leave on a high note and not on, an, uh, on a terrible note. So if he leaves on a record-breaking season – so be it. You know, he's, he's got – and, again, I don't want to throw digs at Brandon, but he's almost got as many NFC wins as, as Darren Rodgers did in the last yeah, 10 years. That's so necessary, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I got stats for days. <laughs> stats for days. But uh, Tom again, Brady wanna, socked himself. You want to you leave on your own terms, I think. And I think, I, I think that's what's the situation. And I think at that age, I think if you see Peyton Manning – you brought up Peyton Manning. I got a few other days. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. It's like – at that age, you almost just fall off a cliff. It's not gradual. It's like one year Peyton could throw and the next year he couldn't. I would forget in the year, the next game. So I think he's partly frustrated, and I think he's using the family as an excuse. Like, now nah, I want to spend time with my family. He's proved everybody wrong. Like, we said you couldn't play to this age. He's proved everybody wrong. He showed the, the TV 12 method. I think at this point it's like he, I think he's a little worried that at this age it just kind of – you go off that cliff. You don't just, you don't gradual. It's, it's descent. Great point by Rob there. Of course, like you have big Ben who's lost his arm talent. You have Drew Brees who couldn't throw. Peyton Manning couldn't throw. 
obviously, you know, Brett Favre can still throw before we left, but the only guy that pretty much has withstood stood that and still has some pop in his arm is Tom Brady. Like, he can mm-hmm. still wire it through, and like, that's that's a great point. I haven't thought that's about that. because, he, again, unlike Breeze and unlike those other guys, he hasn't had the injury history that a lot of them had. He had one bad – again, he's had, he had a leg injury, I guess, a lot ACL. of them. The ACL. But, and then he had that one year in New England where he was out for the year when they nailed him in, in the legs. But his arms and so forth, they haven't had any real serious injuries. So he hasn't lost that a lot, but the other guys definitely did. Like Peyton had a had a rotator cuff situation. There were all these guys got beat up pretty bad. Breeze was always hurt at, at one point or another. Like it, it was it, again, you kind of want to leave healthy. So I can see why why he's thinking about it. I hope he doesn't. I, I'll tell you right now, if he stays one more year in Tampa, I'm flying out there and catching a game. Because if he if he plays one more year, I'm out there at least one of the weeks watching that Tom Brady game. I'll guarantee you that. I would too. Okay, guys, uh, we, we spent a lot of time on these ones. We have one game left. Uh, the game maybe of the season, probably game of maybe the century. Uh, Buffalo taking on the Chiefs. I think that all – let's go through the picks actually from last week, at least from this game, from what you guys remember. Uh, who had Buffalo in this game? Two? And me and Rob had Casey? Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm at my buddy's house watching the game. We're all watching it. And funny enough, after Buffalo got that touchdown, uh, shout out to the wide receiver. I'm forgetting his name. Gabriel, one? Davis. Gabriel Davis. Gabriel yeah. Davis. Gabriel Davis. Uh, four touchdowns. Didn't do much all year. Hell of a game. That that little fade out where they came back and broke an ankle for the third touchdown. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Anyways, so Buffalo scores the last touchdown. And my buddies are all Bills fans. Uh, Igor, you know them, Adam and his brothers. Mm-hmm. And we're there. And as a joke, literally as a joke, I'm like, guys, let's not celebrate yet. There's 13 seconds left, right? We know what happened at 13 seconds. Um, just insanity. And at the beginning of the year, I'm going to keep saying it, my pick was the Rams over the Chiefs. And I didn't even want to pick the Chiefs, but my quote was, if it's, you know, the two-minute drill, there's nobody else I want in this league to have the ball than Patty Mahomes. And he showed us again why, why you don't want to give him the ball with any time left on the clock. Uh, Rob, let's go to you first and uh, let me know thoughts on the game. And uh, if you guys want to give picks uh, for – I guess we'll stick with this one. Give your description on the game that happened and then give your pick for Kansas City. Uh, at home to Cincy. I think I got to apologize to Brandon and the uh, Zach Zach Taylor and, and the Cincinnati Bengals because a few weeks ago when they played, um, it was like fourth and four and they went for it. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, kick the you field goal. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's only 40 seconds left. Well, Patrick Mahomes has proved that he doesn't need 40 seconds to score, you know, a field goal. And he is incredible. Um, we've been spoiled because we had Vegas Chargers, what, three weeks ago to end the season. That was a fantastic game. We're like yeah. game of the year. Yeah. And then we had this whole weekend with the Rams, Tampa Bay, and we were like Rams, Tampa Bay, game of the year. And then no more than three hours later, we've got Buffalo, KC, which ended up being game of the year. Um, it was obviously a fantastic game. Josh Allen um, was great. He, he was fantastic. I think he got better when it was more uh, – it was more open at the end when it was just pass, pass up and down the field. And I think I said, Buffalo has the highest ceiling of any team. If they have everything going they're they're almost unstoppable. He is, if he's accurate, he's almost the most unstoppable quarterback because he he's mobile. He, he can do everything. He's a horse. My biggest question for you guys, I, I have one takeaway. I can't figure this out. And it happened a lot in the first half of, you know, Patrick Mahomes ran for a lot of first downs to start the game. It looked like he was struggling to find open receivers. Uh, same with Josh Allen. Would you not start QB spying some of these guys? Because I've said this as a defense, 
if I get Patrick Mahomes in third and eight and he gets the first down running, it would bother me even more than if he was throwing. I, I, I think it's at a point where you treat them like uh, like the mobile quarterbacks, like the running quarterbacks where you, like you, you – like, Yeah, or um, I was thinking Michael Vick. Like Michael Vick was one of the first guys that really have a spy. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, would you guys – I would consider saying – Let's just start spying these guys and just make them throw. Make them throw from the pocket. I don't know. Mahomes, when he gets outside the pocket, the guy is like it, it's it's scary to watch as a as a Bronco fan. It's terrifying to watch this team. But my opinion is they should start spying. That's the only way I see to to kind of slow them down. Um, I don't know if you guys would agree or have anything, but outside of that, it was a fantastic game. Yeah, I guess I'll go quick. I was just going to say the quote that I remember after the game when Mahomes was interviewed, he said, um, if I can get Kelsey on any linebacker, I'm going to that matchup all the time. And you'd rather have that linebacker than maybe spying on the quarterback because at least, you know, maybe he's going to run him down as opposed to trying to cover Kelsey, who, like I said before, not the fastest guy or whatever, but I've never seen a guy that's such a threat that's open whenever it matters. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would agree with you there, Rob. You guys can give your takes and then we'll get to the game. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, Travis Kelsey's a basketball player, man. Like, he's just so shit. It's so hard. Like, I know Edmonds just try to spy. I can see that they try to let him spy. I think Frazier said they were trying to spy him a bit after um, in, like, one of the comments he made in, like, a radio or something like that. But it's it, you're getting tore up by Kelsey. It's kind of hard. you got to pick your poison, right? So you, you're trusting that the line can contain Patrick Mahomes. But he, as soon as, the, you know, the, the sea opened up and he's just running right through for 30, 40 yards and, like I just think there's really bad matchups in that defense. Like you, there's no one as fast as Tyreek Hill. There's no one that's as big or like, other than Edmonds in the middle or Milano. No one can really stay with Travis. It's just a miss. It's a it's a mismatch. It's an absolute mismatch defense and offense, and it's hard to contain them. I just I know it was 13 seconds left, and of course, uh, hey, 14 seconds for Dak and those Cowboys to to run down the clock in that game. It's all about <laughs> Pastor Mahomes needed was 13 seconds. But, <laughs> but but I would say yeah, I think Bass and McDermott should have probably squibbed it, take at least three seconds off the clock, first off. And the uh, fact that you even have to think about that though says a lot, right? Like the fact that there's nuts. 13 seconds that you're thinking you have to squib it is insane. It's it's nuts. And to be honest, Frazier played they played a prevent defense for a touchdown and not a field goal. So they're they're playing a picket fence defense, which is the guys on the sideline. For some reason, why are you on the sideline? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. And they're like 30 yards off. I, I didn't understand the logic behind it. And he, the guys just got loose. And Kelsey was wide open for a seam. And that's unacceptable for an NFL defense. Send them to the moon. Afghanistan. Cork. Nobody chokes the game like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody chokes the wagon. Nobody chokes the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. And, and here's why. And here's why. And that's the, that's the quote that I was going to use. And, and, and again, this was – and I, I, don't, I don't care if it was Patrick Mahomes or whatever. This was another Music City miracle situation all over again. This team, again, and, and whether you're in the city of Toronto – you're a Leaf fan. You're a Bills fan. These, it, it's just choke art. Choke, and again, choke art is central. And, and to me, 13 seconds left. I think you absolutely squib that kick for it. And again, I don't know who was back there. If it was, Ty, if it was Tyreek Hill, I'll take that back because they couldn't cover him on those kick returns anyway. Yeah. But to me, the, the type of defense that they played with 13 seconds left and allowing those type of plays was absolutely atrocious. 
They gave up. Remember, this is the this was the highest, the best ranked secondary in the entire league. These are not scrubs back there. I know they're I told they're missing White, who was an all-pro, but they were still a great secondary. They played horrendous. The whole defense did. 600 plus yards given away in that game on the ground and, and through the air. You are not winning any games for the most part. And again, Josh Allen was remarkable. I give him full credit. And you're not winning with that type of defensive performance. I get it, it's Mahomes, and I get the situation, but that secondary for 13 seconds left to allow Tariq, Tariq Hill had all day in the middle of the field to go to go run for yards. You you double you double Kelsey and you or you double Hill in those situations. And you heck, I would have brought some pressure. You sack him on one of those, or even if it were to take up. He should have. They should have had a two plays maximum of six seconds each. You you rush you rush them there and get it done. They they don't even get anywhere close to field goal range. It was it was the it was the worst defensive stretch in those 13 seconds. I think I might have seen in 10 to 15 years. I couldn't believe it. Absolutely. When you when you know all they need is a field goal and you're afraid that they're going to score a touchdown on you, that means you have no confidence in your defense whatsoever. Shout out to Gabriel Davis. He's going to get paid because that that is one of those games that gets a guy paid. I don't know if he's a free agent or, or what he is. He's usually, again, was a, a third or fourth option behind Diggs and, and Knox and um, Emmanuel got Sanders. Got in 2020, so I'm assuming he's got at least another year on his deal. Another year. He's going to get paid because, again, he had a great, phenomenal game. That, 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 those are the type of games that get you paid. I thought the Bills choked the game away uh, badly. And, and shout out to Patty Mahomes. He, had a, he was phenomenal. I'll give him full credit. Uh, I thought, again, that the Bills should have won that game. Uh, a heartbreaking situation, and that's just Buffalo Bills football, baby. That's, that's what they do. It was Scotty Norwood in 1990 again. Oh, okay. That's what they do. Far right. That's what they base Ace Ventura on, the Scott Norwood missing that damn kick. That's it right there. The that's Bills, tough, I don't know, man. Heart, again, Bills fans, Leaf fans. Thank God I'm not a Bills fan because the heartbreak on those situations for years would have killed me. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Stephon Diggs last year stayed on the field for God knows how long. Uh, three receptions, seven yards. Say no more. Rob, go ahead. I'd love to just bring this up because I, I don't think anybody's talked about this. Because everybody's saying Mahomes is a, is a once-in-a-generation player. But we have seen a Patrick Mahomes before. And it was John Elway. Because John Elway had the exact same traits as Patrick Mahomes. You know what he didn't have, though? He didn't have good teams at the beginning of his career. Kelsey Hill Reed, I don't think they get enough credit of seeing what a generational quarterback does with these also great players around him. Patrick Mahomes is going to have success anywhere, but he's having unprecedented success because of these guys. And we're seeing what happens if a guy like John Elway had a good team at the beginning of his career. He killed, I mean, the. The, the Buffalo Bills are the new Cleveland Browns where they just couldn't beat the Broncos. And the Broncos didn't even have good teams back then. We saw at the end of his career when he got good teams, they were, they were destroying people because he was a generational player. Even at the end when he Terrell wasn't – yeah. when he had Terrell Davis, Shannon Sharp, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Shanahan. McCaffrey. Yeah, they, they were they – were, once he got a good team, all of a sudden, I mean, they went 14-0 one year um, before they lost the last two. But they were – you see what – you know – what maybe a guy like him could have done with a great team that he didn't have at the beginning of his career. Patrick Holmes has that great team at the beginning of his career. And we're seeing that it's, it's almost, I hate to say it, it's almost unbeatable. And the fact that basically the only guy that can beat him in the playoffs 
is the goat is Tom Brady, and in exceptional circumstances where they, you know, the with when we didn't even talk about the overtime rules that that killed them in 2018, and then obviously last year with the Chiefs basically having no O lineman left in him, he was running for his life. It's, it seems like it's the only way to beat these guys, and and it's terrifying as an AFC. If you're in the AFC and you don't have a quarterback, you're terrified. If you're a Titans fan, uh, I'm Broncos fan. You, you at least the Brandon, you have you have Joe Burrow, and you know I wouldn't say that uh, the Patriots are set a quarterback. It's it's a terrifying era where you you see these guys, and it's like they're all in the AFC, and you can't win without one of these stud quarterbacks. I will, I will say about the OT playoff rule, they, they're thinking about changing that. I wouldn't change that because that like the way that those teams were playing, that you might have been it might have been there for another like five six hours. I, I don't know if I would have. Uh, I change that to whole the whole like I would. you would change it. I would, like, I, would change it. I don't like the college like, football what? stuff where they go where they go like no touchdown, just, touchdown. Just, just oh no no just kick it off. That's kind of crazy. No, so you just do. So what would you do? You just get the. You, they have to kick it off. They have to, if they get scored, they get another chance. Or you play the whole fifteen, or or you go yeah you go fifteen. But you have to at least kick them the ball back the same as the field goal. And to be honest, I'm not a guy that likes changing rules. I don't like the adding a game because I'm all about the history. But with the amount of rules that they're changing in every sport these days, whether it be the hand check in basketball, the three-point line, like uh, hockey behind the net, like taking away the two-line pass, like the game, the players get better, the skill level's higher. Why not? So, yeah, so you I would. So you sorry, you'd make it like touchdown, touchdown, and then then sudden death. That's pretty Each much. Each team gets a possession. Just keep okay. going. Every that's, team that's, goes. Uh, that's fair. Okay. Get, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. I, I don't like I don't like that college thing where they go back and forth and they score like eight touchdowns in overtime no. and you're there for five hours. No. Like, I mean, it's no. great football, but, man, if you got things to do, you're, you're there all day, man. No, no. I just, CFO overtime is ten times better than NFL overtime. It's the same thing. 25-yard line, you go you go back and forth. You have to score a touchdown, of course, but every team gets its possession. It, it, it's unfair that Josh Allen doesn't get a, at least one shot to get the ball okay, back and try to score. That's, but the CFL – now, correct me, Brandon, because you're more of a CFL guy. Isn't that the same as the college one where you start at the 35 and each you go, you go back and forth? Yeah, I guess it's similar. It's really yeah, similar, but I'm I – yeah. I'm, I'm down with the whole start from the 35, but, it, it, like, if it's back and forth touchdown – because, again, the way those defenses were playing, man, you, you, we would have been there all night. Like, yeah, yeah but 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but, but – and I – but think about this. After the first – and in college, they do this. After the first one, you got to go for two. Imagine how exciting uh, those two-point okay. conversions would have been. Uh, yeah, okay. And that's what kind of stops the seven, eight overtimes. I, yeah. I, I would go to the college format. I think it's quick. It's, there's no time. You can run it. And you got you almost have to – I'm not as outraged about this because it, it's You're the luck of the draw. The yeah. But it's even like, you know, Buffalo, I, I, I have no – Buffalo should have stopped them. You go 13 Man. seconds in – you go 60 yards in 13 seconds, right. you almost deserve to lose. But I would go to the college format. If they don't change it, it's no – I'm not really freaking out about it because every team's at the same disadvantage. If you lose the toss, it's tough yeah. luck. Until Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Denver Broncos and it happens to you, <laughs> I think that's when you'll feel it, of course, too. But uh, yeah, you don't I, want none I, of that, Val. You don't want none of that. Yeah. That's I don't know. You might as well stick with, with what you got because it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> I argued this. It's like Aaron Rodgers 100% makes your team way better. There's no question. He's a top five quarterback in the league, but 
I don't know. He's not, I don't know if he's going to win you a Super Bowl. So it's a tough. He makes you better in the regular season. In the regular yeah. season, I'll give you that. Uh, he'll make you better than Drew Locke in the playoffs. I can get. I can guarantee that too. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. More and Teddy points. Bridgewater. Is he, but, than, is he better than a Tim Tebow throwing a bomb to a Demarius? God rest in peace. Because you know hey, what, that, was, that was a hell of a throw. Too. Hey, hey Rob. Tim Tebow's playoff record, my, 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 but he's a top eight, eight he's to ten. Like top ten guy, right? I was gonna say. Yeah, he's t- he's. It's terrifying. I'm telling you, the, the Broncos have the best roster in that division, and they're not even close. They're not even close because the quarterbacks. You need a quarterback that's gonna get you. You can't right? you, you can't compete unless Absolutely. you have a good quarterback. Paxton oh, Lynch didn't get it done. He could not. <laughs> and, and if you're Aaron Rodgers, I'm I'm like, do you want to go in that division now and, and have to dogfight six Maybe games a year? Yeah, yeah to, I I don't even know if it makes sense for him to go there. That's why Tennessee. He's gonna need those horseshoes from the, from the ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Does he go to the court? The horseshoes? I, I he should have been intercepted Igor. on that other play too. All right, Joe. Yeah. Igor's drug of choice, ivermectin. Cut his mic. <laughs> All right, cut this guy off, man. But uh, hey, you said you said you said picks. You said picks. I'm gonna uh, let's do picks. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the man. lines. I'll read the lines out. You guys can make your picks. So Cincinnati going to Kansas City. KC minus seven, and then San Fran at LA. LA minus three and a half. Uh, Brandon, since since you're ready to go, let's do this. Goodness gracious, uh, this is tough, man. I I'm gonna I I want this is just you have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs in the Arrowhead. It's the oh. Arrowhead Invitational. It, you have to go with them. I really, oh, man, I really want to go with the Bengals. You know what I'll do? We're going with the Bengals. All right, we're gonna go with the Bengals to obviously cover there. Why not? Right? Hey, it's it's you only live once. You only get to this this time once. I'm gonna go with the Bengals to to probably lose by a by a field goal. All right. You want me to get the other game too, or are we going to just do this? Yeah, game? give the other game. Yeah, give the other game. Uh, other game, I'm going to roll with the Rams. I, mean, I just think they have it, you know, everything kind of set right now. I, I I hate the jersey that Igor has on right now. It's one of the reasons why. <laughs> and I know, you know what? I wouldn't be mad if the 49ers went to the Super Bowl and kind of got to, re, you know, redeem Against themselves Kansas from the. City again. And that would be that would be a very interesting storyline. I think that would be very interesting because you know I think the old offensive line is a lot better than back in the day, and I think Jimmy is going to have to step up to the plate. Like he he's just a quarterback that just wins. He's just there handing off the ball and he wins for some reason. So hey, uh, but I I think this is uh, Matt Stafford's time. Uh, Cooper Cup is on, on incredible. I think they win this game outright. Uh, if you didn't hear, uh, apparently the L.A. Rams has said that only people with the L.A. distinction can actually get tickets. They just changed it about four hours ago, so that's, yeah, that's soft. Good. What does that even soft. mean? It means that, you know, 49er fans really couldn't get a ticket. That's not for, right. Yeah. When you, yeah, you got to do that, you know your own fans aren't coming to the stadium. They, well, garbage. you know they're trash, right? Because apparently the last game was all red, like all red. Garbage. It was all It was all San Fran fans last time. But they opened it back up, and it was on the L.A. owners, the L.A. Uh, season ticket holders to either sell their tickets or go to the game. And I think a lot of them just sold their tickets. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to watch the game, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Rams by three and a half. Rams by three and a half, yeah. Uh, who's ready? Either you guys want to go? Uh, Rob, take it. Oh, Igor left. Um, this was this was really tough for me. I, I is Honey Badger not playing for KC? He came back late in the I, game. I think you, did he? Did he come back? No, he I don't. Think I, don't I don't think so. I think he was gone with a concussion. Yeah, he I think came he's back gone. late in the game. I remember that G- happened. But I'll check the injury report as you make the pick. He had a concussion. I know yeah. they, they let him back. It was crazy. 
Yeah, I haven't done a lot of research yet, but I, I just don't know if KC just it just seemed it would just seem so easy to pick them to to destroy Cincinnati. Um, this is a really tough one for me. I think the one thing nobody's talking about is uh, Brandon Ingram was a huge pickup for this team, and I I I, I don't know if Joe Burrow will be under as much duress as last week. I really want to take them plus the seven, but that's yeah. I really do. It's a lot of it's a lot of points. It is uh, I, but it's Kansas City at the end of the day. It so is, hard. I know, and and I just, I I, I think Kansas, Kansas City's going to win this game. I just don't know if it's going to be by seven. Um, and Cincinnati beat them last time, so I think there's a bit of a revenge aspect here. They're but not going to be like I told Brandon when we did this when we did the show and I posted the clip because they were down big, and I was just trying to be a nice guy. Brandon, you know the quote. You can say it. Hey, if you want to be a Grim, be the Grim Reaper. Is that the one? No, Wait, which man. One? There's sorry. a lot of game left. That's the one. Oh, there's a lot of game left. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was looking at the line and there the money was. Yeah, no, there's a lot so of game they, left. They were, they were down like 21 <laughs> to 3 or something crazy. And Brandon wrote, writes a sad face. I'm like, man, there's a lot of game left. And like I oh. said, I did a seven-gamer, and that's the only one I, la- I lost. And that's oh, I've been mean, using that since. I won there's a lot of game left. So Brandon, to this day, will give me the lot of game left when there's a pure blowout going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was yeah. the regular season Chiefs though that aren't focused. Now they're gonna be it was like three weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago, three or four weeks ago. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, I just I don't know if they blow them out. I, I Mixon's got to run the ball like crazy. He's they've got a they've got a Good ball possession that game. It's got to be like 40-20 for them to win. I don't think they're gonna win. I'll take them plus seven. I'm very unconfident with that. Me but too. I, I'll take them plus seven. I think Casey's gonna win. I can see a three or four point game. And then. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, you say three and a half for the San Fran LA game? Three and a half, yep. That's, I think it's the same situation. I think the Rams are going to win, but I don't know if they're going to cover the three and a half. I think it's going to be like a field goal game. I'll, I'll give San Fran respect for all the for all of the dominance that they've had over the Rams, but I think it's the Rams' year. I think San Fran's that was a tough a tough win for them. I, I think they they might be a little bit more beat up. That was a that was a, a tough football game and and yeah the Packers were they were physical man they beat them up I I think the Rams are going to win but I'll take I'll take San Fran plus three and a half I'll take the I'll take the hook and and I'll take the three and a half last week we had a lot of close games every game went down to the end I think this week it might be two blowouts um I'm, I'm going with Kansas City minus seven and I'm going LA minus three and a half um I, I was hoping, like, to be honest, you, we talked about Mahomes, and I think the only team that could really give Mahomes, uh, like, to spy or have the linebackers to keep up is probably San Fran. And mm-hmm. then right behind them is probably L.A. Um, but I just think L.A.'s offense, the quarterback position, OBJ's there, uh, Cooper Cup, just just too many weapons. I think San Fran's going to be overwhelmed with as great of a roster as they have. So I'm going to stick with what I had earlier in the year. My buddy asked me, uh, winners, Casey and L.A., and I'm going to roll with the spread, too, minus a seven and minus a three and a half. I don't think they might be. They might be ugly. I was trying to look at like, can Kansas City win this game? Like, what what's the story if you're going to make a bet there? Like, what can they do? Obviously, go to their guys. Their wideouts have been incredible. Um, but I just I don't know. I think that Kansas City, like we talked about, their defense has been a different beast in the second half of the season, and uh, I'll go with them. But to be, I wouldn't hey. be surprised, obviously, if either of the teams lose. But hey, Bengals defense has been playing very well, like secondary as well too. Playing I'm very worried well. about you them got... protecting Burrow. That's what I'm worried about. Like last yeah. week, again, oh, like that yeah. line got destroyed, right? And Chris Jones running there every snap is going to be tough for them. So I just that that's my worry. If I they think... had even an average O line, I'd be more confident. 
I think Casey's going to win for sure. I, 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 Casey seems like a lock to me to win this game. I really hope it's not Casey San Fran again because I don't think San Fran has the horses to make it a competitive game. I do think the Rams. Because they have the quarterback. I, I, I think the Rams are a more complete team with the quarterback. Yeah, I, I think that they can go up and down the field. And their defense, you know, that Vaughn Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, maybe, and that Jefferson. Is it Jefferson on the line there too? They have another they have three Alan really Floyd. good. Yeah. Uh, Floyd. And there's another guy too off the edge that he, he had a great – Maybe yeah. they can contain Patrick Mahomes because that's what gave Mahomes fits last year, right? It was that Tampa Bay D line? So I, 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 I'm hoping for a Rams. Even though I hate Sean McVay, I'm hoping for a Rams. <laughs> uh, I hate him. Uh, Rams Casey. He Did bugs he me. I, I, I don't like this. Like I'm smarter than you. I, 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 he's the Kyle Dubas, isn't he? He's a douche. He's got this. You know what really bugs me about him? He's got that guy that stands behind him and pulls him yeah, off, so he doesn't. Like, do you need that? What a what is that guy's job title? B how much does he get paid? C do you really need that? Like are you like does Bill Belichick have a guy that that has to pull him back? Like get at it's just like what do you pull him back? What do you mean? I have hey, to look this up. What have you never seen the video? Yeah, you no. never seen the video, eh, Joe? Yeah, he, he has literally has a he shadows him and he watches the ref. And if the ref's coming by, he pulls him so he doesn't get they don't get the penalty. Like get him the sidelines. Yeah, apparently he's got a penalty before in the game. Uh, for, I don't know if it was a penalty, but he, he's been warned so many times to like get off the the field because he's yeah, all like, on it. But it's I, like, I, well, get out of but, here! He's what? He's yeah. such a loser, that guy. Like, it, and it bugs me. It's like, and it's you know what? I'm not gonna pronounce him like he was. He was pronounced like the greatest young coach. Let me see you coach with a bad roster because every year he has, he's brought in superstars. He's kind of cherry picked rosters. Let's see you coach a bad team, and then we'll then I'll then I'll make my pronouncements about you. But wait, just, wait, wait. So the Jared Goff team that went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Good roster. Bad quarterback in play. Two years ago, right? But good, that long, that's two years ago. Really good, but good, good roster. They were, they were preseason favorites, I believe. They I, had missed picked the, up, I missed the beginning of the conversation. I thought, I thought you were talking about Brandon's boy, Matty LaFleur over there in Green Bay, but uh, I guess, I guess it's Sean. in love with Green Bay. This guy's in love. Yeah, but hey, listen. Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay, and I think it ends right here. Like, I don't think Sean McVay's ever beaten him. He's 6-0 against him. Yeah, I think so. You're right. And I, I, it's just hard to beat a team three times yeah. in, the, in the same – it's so hard to do that. Yeah. Of course, San happen. Francisco beat – I'm going to get ahead of this joke that Igor's going to say. San Francisco's 4-0 against uh, Aaron Rodgers in the playoff. But in, in, a, in the same year, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And well, I think this Tampa, is, uh, Tampa last year was 0-2 against the Saints in the regular season. And then that third time, it's just – it's yeah, so so well, hard. Well, I mean, but you, but you know who's who they have in the playoffs, right? You know, when he, when number twelve starts oh going in there in the playoffs. God. Yeah, yeah. When Aaron Rodgers goes in the playoffs, yeah, Aaron no, Rodgers. Not Aaron, 12. the other number twelve, the good number twelve. <laughs> oh man, we made our picks. Um, so make your picks on the games. Those Sorry about that, gentlemen. I'd, I'd, uh, I'm not not that this is an important business, but I had other important important business. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, so we got Kansas City yeah. at home minus the seven, and then the Rams at home minus three. So he had, he had to get his ivermectin order in. Yeah, <laughs> so no, yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta get those. Um, was that's what it was. He told me he had the booster, but it's an ivermectin order. Yeah, well, you know, and you know, it was a uh, the boost that happened for me was Saturday night at the end of the day after the original booster. Anyways, um, those antibodies cost like six thousand dollars. Anyways, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, uh, I hope I'm not on the teacher plan. plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta use the plan for those six thousand dollar drugs. Um, so, um, in um, so the KC uh, uh, game, uh, I think it's a really bad spot for KC to be honest with you. Uh, I think they're on a, a very big time high after the game. 
Uh, it's and again, I'm not going to say that that a, a championship game is a letdown spot. But man, how could you not be somewhat led that like in a, in a situation where you're still in euphoria from pulling off that miracle victory? Um, I think the you know the Bengals, if uh, if Joe Burrow doesn't get sacked nine times, um, they have the the they have the weapons on um, the wide receiver in Higgins and and Jamar Chase to, to cause some damage. Uh, and I think you know they had a decent plan against Mahomes in Kansas City. I think that the Chiefs probably still win the game, but it'll be a closer game than seven. I'm, I'm taking the Bengals all day there. I wouldn't even be surprised if Brandon's in euphoria because, you know, me and Brandon have been boys for a lot of years, and he was so let down by, by Mr. Ivermectin, and then the Bills gave him a little bit of disaster. So I'm actually rooting for him that he actually gets to see a Super Bowl situation. So I, I, I might, I'm kind of leaning that maybe the Bengals pull something off, but you just never know. If Joe Burrow doesn't get sacked nine, nine times and they give him some protection, um, I, I think, yeah, he, they might win the game. I have, I have a sinking feeling that the Chiefs hit a real high note last week uh, and they might be in for a bit of a letdown. Because, again, they – that and they, let's be honest here, that Chiefs defense wasn't that great either. Matthew might be, might, might be out. They're injured. They, they let up a lot of, a lot of um, issues with the Bills situation. The Chiefs got, got a better running game uh, and the weapons at wide receiver to get it done too. So uh, they just got to hope that, that the Bengals' uh, the defense comes to play a little bit. And we'll see what happens. In the other game, I am not going away from the Super Gremlins. The Super Gremlins have that Philadelphia Eagles feel to it because at the end of the day, they have owned owned the, the Rams. It's the number four or number five in terms of the – and, again, considering the Rams have been a great team, it's like the fourth current highest streak, six in a row. They beat them with Mullins at quarterback. So, so, and Mullins is worse than porn star Jimmy. They, the, the Rams match up well with teams like Tampa in particular lights. But against the, the 49ers, they've had problems. They should have beat them the last week of the season. The 49ers would not have even been in the playoffs. 17-0, the 49ers come back and beat them. They have their number, in my opinion. And if you're giving me three and a half, which I believe that is the number, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. And the game will be a field goal game. I kind of agree with Brian that eventually you got to break some streaks. But but Kyle Shanahan seems to have McVay's number. Um, and again, the 49ers are relatively healthy. Um, again, Rams are coming off a, a big time win, beating the champions. I'm taking the Super Gremlins to actually make the Super Bowl because they have oh, they have that Philly special stuff going on. I, they, they're just in one of those runs. The hottest team in football, like I mentioned last week, when they and again before the ivermectin game, they're they're on a run, and I, I you think just they're going to stop. No, I told you, I was the only one. I was the only one. I like, yo, they're they've won eight out of ten. They're they're on a heck of a streak. They they just beat they just beat the Rams two weeks ago. Like they they have the opportunity. Like there's no way that Jimmy can play any worse than in what he did in Green Bay. They're back in they're back in uh, in L.A. The 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 weather's going to be better. Everything points to, to the Rams at least at least covering, if not winning the game. Rams or 49ers? Sorry, the 49ers to cover and not win the game. They, they've owned them for, for, for years. That well, we were saying that before you got here, though, but we were talking about even the, the, the Saints and, and Tampa. Like, at one point, it has to turn. And you think that that trend's going to continue. But, but, again, one of those situations, again, the, the Saints game, if you look at that, at that game, the Saints still played a, a good game. They breeze and uh, just had a really rough game in terms of interceptions. Brady Brady managed the game properly, and that was the end of that. Um, this situation again, I think Jimmy's going to have success. He had success already uh, while he was there a couple weeks ago. 
you know, deep, again, I'm a little concerned about those Debo injuries, and I'm a little concerned about, uh, about the injury that Williams had in, in, in the O-line. But they, they know how to beat those boys, and I, I think they're going to do it again. They have all that momentum. Um, and, again, I'm taking the super gremlins uh, to get it done. I know Brandon's going to laugh, but I'm taking the gremlins. You're the I'm only, taking the two underdogs. Huh? You are the only person predicting a Cincinnati-San Fran, a rematch of, like, I believe it was the 94 Super Bowl. I think you're the only person I've ever heard predict this. Now, now I will say that, again, this is more to do with, again, because my, my, my boy Brandon's had so much heartbreak the last, like, last weekend, except for his Bengals. That's oh, more man. of what I'm seeing. Again, I still – again, I'll take the Bengals to cover. I do think KC will win, but the Bengals will cover. Oh, so okay. I'm predicting that. Go. Okay. I, I, but again, if it happens, I'll be more than happy for Brandon. San Fran Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what you have. I, 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 I'm sorry to Brandon, but I would love to see a either I – mean, even if it's a Rams-Chiefs. If for the Super Bowl, it would be a better matchup. I, I can't say that it wouldn't. It would be more – I think the Rams against the, the, the Chiefs would be the marquee matchup that the NFL would want, and I guess Jay would want too because that was your preseason prediction. I think that's mm -hmm. the better, like, star matchup. But I, I, I got a feeling that there's going to be some, some upsets going on, and I think the, the – the 49ers are in the Rams' head, and that's going to come up again at so. And again, that 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 move. I think Debo even mentioned about the fans. Like that's just bush league in in general about having to keep the fans there. And that just goes to show you that like there's no real Ram mm -hmm. LA Rams fans out there because because no. you got to pull these bush league maneuvers out there. So yeah. I'm 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 continuing to go with the hot-handed team. The the Rams nearly blew a uh, 28 to three lead. I think it was at one point. It was it was bad. I think the 49ers can pull it off because I don't think they can play much worse offensively than they did, and they still won the game because the D yeah. was incredible. So let me, let me, let me give you my, I, my egorisms. My egorisms are this, right? This is the egorisms. Just think about this. All right, Ivermectin is one of them. Miss, you know, four-star Jimmy. All right, another one's, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> this, these are egorisms. But one thing I'll say that what I'm really scared about is Sean McVay, he calls, he doesn't, he calls really questionable play calls. And what it comes down to, they would have won the game against the 49ers, and the 49ers would have not been in this place right now. They wouldn't have beaten Mr. Ivermectin if he didn't go on third, I think fourth and one, he went in shotgun. He went in shotgun. I don't remember, you guys probably don't remember the actual play, but he went in shotgun rather than going for a QB sneak. Was that, was that third, fourth and one or third and one? That was sorry, third, sorry, third, third and one, third and one. Ridiculous. So I'm scared of him not calling a good game and ruining the Rams' chances. That's the one thing I'll say. But I, yeah, I do, as I probably didn't hear, but I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals and the uh, the Rams. I'm just taking the Cincinnati Bengals to cover. I obviously don't think they're going to win the game. I think it's going to be a Kansas City LA Rams matchup for sure. All right. Well, that's it. Um, we'll go through the picks again. Only two games. So it's a little bit easier. Rob has these are spread picks. Rob has Cincinnati and San Fran. Brandon, Cincinnati and LA. Igor has Cincinnati and San Fran. And um, I'm by myself here with the Kansas City LA, both against the spread and to win the game in the Super Bowl. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Igor has the shades on. Any closing how do, thoughts? Because this is how do we have? Wait, how do we have different? All of us have different picks. Uh, oh, no, nice. you and Rob. I'm sure Igor and Rob have the same spread picks. Oh, okay, okay. Igor and Rob have the same spread picks. I'm, I'm, oh, still, I'm took, still hoping for you, oh. B. Don't worry, buddy. I'm still going to hope your bang is pulling off, pal. I hate that jersey. I'll go through our picks from last week because I have them. Um, these are spread picks. Uh, I'll go with Rob first. Rob, Tennessee minus four. San Fran plus five. LA minus three. Kansas City minus two. Rob went uh, three for four there. Brandon, Cincy plus four. Green Bay minus five. Uh, LA plus three. Buffalo plus two. Two for two. 
Igor, Tennessee minus four, San Fran, you circled that one, uh, plus the five, <laughs> LA plus three, and uh, Buffalo plus two. So you there went one, two, two for four again. Um, and sorry, locks, locks of the week were Rob was Tennessee, Brandon was Green Bay, both L's there, and Igor nailed his lock uh, with San Fran. That, I went into oh, oh. one, two. <laughs> Oh, what locks of the week you got to do. Sorry? Oh, we have to, yeah, we have to do a lock because, uh, yeah, there's only two games. Uh, yeah. So when I went to last week, I, I made this. I don't get to my pick in a second. I said, I don't know what's going to happen. The only thing I know that's going to happen is my lock of the week is going to be LA plus three. I got scared at the end, but that's the only thing I knew that was for certain, clearly by my picks. Um, Tennessee minus four L. Green Bay minus five L. Uh, LA plus the three. And then uh, Kansas City minus the two. So I did go two for two. Uh, looks like Rob then nailed three. The only one he got wrong was Tennessee. Um, so the so only one I got wrong was my lock of the week. Was your lock was, of the week? Which, which would be yeah, that would would be my luck where I, <laughs> I get three or four right, but I picked the my lock is the one that misses. That's hilarious. That sounds about right. Um, so yeah, guys, I guess make your lock of the week with our uh, with our two games left. Uh, Brandon, you, you go first. I'm going to take the LA Rams three at three and a half. I'm going to take the LA Rams. I just, I just think it's their year. I'm trusting Matt Stafford. I trust more Cooper Cup than Matt Stafford, so I'm going to go with the LA Rams to, to cover. Not my Bengals. Let's go. Brandon, Brandon learned nothing from last week. <laughs> learned nothing. Um, I, yeah, I'm sticking with the, if I'm getting, if I'm getting three and a half, I'm sticking with the Gremlins. I'm telling you, like, these guys are on a heck of a run. And it reminds me of that, oh those Nick Coles situations. They're getting all the breaks and, and I think they're going to do it again. I see it. It's a Cinderella type of stuff, but it's a Cinderella from next Friday. Cause Debo is the one leading, leading the one with his little bicycle and it's working out. <laughs> I'm taking the, the San Francisco 49ers with the three and a half. <laughs> are, are we, Did you see Debo with the bicycle? You see that video? That was yeah, awesome. That was great. That's great. Are we, uh, was are awesome. we foreshadowing to your Super Bowl pick, Igor? Is San Fran winning the Super Bowl? You know what? If they make it, I, 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 how could you bet against them? That, that they, I mean, realistically. Well, you take time in the home. That's what yeah, you do. Like, like, oh, well, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Remember, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold, hold on. Everybody was saying that last year, too. And yes, you know the offensive line <laughs> yeah, is much better than, than what it was. Well, you we we see that that the defenses that are able to pressure him appropriately, oh, you saw God. what happened to him. I thought he was going to leave on a stretcher last year in the Super Bowl. I was texting. We you all did. Not, I, I, yeah. I've never felt nervous there. for someone in the game before. I yeah, that. he was getting hurt oh, out man. there. And if if San Francisco goes in there, the way that that sh- again in that Casey defense again, I, I they lucked out. Let's be honest here. They they fantastic finish. They got supremely lucky because the defense did not play well. They lose their best secondary player. I don't know if how Matthew uh, Matthew is. They're vulnerable to to, uh, to to good offenses, and that's why I'm a, I'm not even sure that that Brandon's team doesn't take them out this week because uh, they're they're on a high, but it, it's it's one of those situations where they're they might be a little bit vulnerable. So uh, yeah, I mean I'm, I'm gonna ride with San Francisco. Uh, Rob, we'll make your pick, and then I'll go man. I don't really have a lock, to be honest with you. I feel both so uncom. I think they're. I think it's good lines by Vegas, to be honest with you. So I, I wouldn't really, if you put a gun to my head, I, I'll, I'll say Cincinnati because they're getting more points. But even I'm not very confident in them. Okay, so uh, we have to do one. So I'll give you Cincy then. Cincy plus the seven. Sure, give me Cincy. Uh, Brandon has the Rams. Igor has San Fran. Um, I'll go Kansas City because if I've learned one thing, I wanted to get to Igor's thing in a second. Actually, I'll yes, get to- you're holding the grudge, Joey. You're holding the grudge. 
What's you're holding the grudge. Taking Kansas City, you're holding the grudge against the Cincinnati Bengals, eh? No, <laughs> like you, know, oh, okay. you know I'm not a liar, man. Like, I, like, right. To me, I don't really care. I'm just if I'm get betting money, I'm gonna take Cincinnati. I hope your team wins because you're okay. the only guy that has that has like a, a an actual force in this Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not oh, invested like that. I don't really. Yeah, I, for your sake, I hope they win. I'm just if I'm betting my money, I, like I feel safest. I'm gonna take the seven. I was gonna say with that, what I've learned is that I think there was some kind of stat. The big spreads and the bigger spreads are like seven and more. They cover like a vast majority of the time in the playoffs. And like uh, Kansas City against Pittsburgh was a perfect thing because it has people thinking, oh my God, I'm getting so many points in the playoff game. You're getting that many points for a reason. Um, and that's because a lot of people have that mentality. Like, Rob, it's like, whatever, I'll take more points. But we'll see what happens. Um, and then getting back to Igor there with, what was I going to say about San Fran? Igor, what was your last thought? What were you saying? My last thought on San Fran is again that they have this uh, this momentum Cinderella thing going on, yes. and I think they're very lucky. Me, yeah. That reminds me of even college basketball. Like the Cinderella story is cute until like because a lot of teams in college and any sport like you win Sweet Sixteen, you get, and then all of a sudden you face a legitimate powerhouse, which Tennessee clearly is not, and you're all and you're outclassed. Now San Fran is obviously has the talent to keep up. I just think that their story ends here because to be honest, the only reason is because of Jimmy. And that's it. Now, the only reason I think they end up winning this game is if Stafford has a Detroit Lions show and he throws a bunch of picks, a pick six, then you have a storyline for there. But if Stafford is even average, I think Ellie wins this game. But but, uh, but remember, like, usually the Cinderella's aren't the bullies. And in this situation, I think the, the 49ers are the super gremlins taking Mr. Ivermectin's chain <laughs> at the end of the day. This is, this is our <laughs> drinking game. Ivermectin, bullies, gremlins, end game. He will sell this chain. <laughs> and again, and again. Once again, once again. <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I, I honestly it. lose I, it every hey, time hey, you say hey, Super I Gremlin. To, I have to milk this for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> so this is it. I can't do any more milking after this. So this is it. Oh, damn it man. I can't, I can't no. do any more milking after this. So I got to do it. It's one show. I got to milk it's, it for all it's worth. I laugh every time it's Super Gremlins because like AB always says Super Gremlins. He has a song coming out called Super Gremlins. I find it so funny that they I listen to that song every game. I just find it hilarious when uh, Igor says Super Gremlins. Oh, so basically, so AB's right now, now stealing people's titles for uh, for music too. What a surprise! Yeah. I hope, I hope Kovac sues yeah. him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for copyright infringement. He said the the reason I left uh, you know MetLife is because I feel I'm a Super Gremlin. I'm a Super Gremlin. That's literally what he said. Yeah. And on a quick note on AB, because I know this is what we've been here for a while, I think that that's pretty despicable that's that, that him releasing that $200,000 thing where they were trying to get him to get some help. Again, and then because they lacked professionalism. That, that was a disaster zone. Because, I mean, if anyone's lacked professionalism over the last few years, it's been Antonio Brown in a lot of facets. Let's, let's be honest here. Do you think it's and, true, And again, he might – and there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that have a lot – that have some mental health issues that don't believe they have mental health issues, but – I mean, the proof is in the pudding, unfortunately. And again, I'm not, I'm not in his shoes and so forth. But if you, all you have to see is his actions over the last three, four years. He pretty much has bitten every hand that's fed him over the last three, four years, whether it was Tomlin, whether it was the Raiders. I mean, there's a laundry list of situations. I, I think he personally needs need some help, and I think he should get it. But I mean, I, I'm not in his, his, his situation. So. Mike Tomlin's the one guy where it's like, if you let him down, you know what I mean? Then it's like, and he's your coach, which he's a player's coach. Everybody loves him. He's one of the few African-American coaches left in the league. If you're kind of, you know, jumping ship there and there's an issue there, that's saying a lot about it. But last question I was going to say, do you think that that story is true? Do you think there's any truth to that, that the Bucks offered him money? I, I, that's right to me? Absolutely. You I, think, and everybody, you I don't think – I think that, again, I think it's uh, – I think it probably is absolutely true because he – they've probably, probably noticed that his behavior was deteriorating. And, again – 
though, and you could say whatever he was injured and so over. You don't act the way that you did that you do in those situations and taking off your um, your jersey and stuff. And he's saying that he wants to go play with Lamar Jackson. And, and the Ravens' culture is completely different than what Antonio Brown brings. I don't think that'll happen whatsoever. It won't work. I do think that they offered him money to get some to get some help, and and they they wanted the best for him uh, because they saw that he has he has a good amount of talent. He's just a loose cannon that you can't trust because, again, I don't know why a team would take like if you're building something. And I do think it was one of the reasons that the Buccaneers lost because again, you're you're already missing Godwin. Had they had Brown at, at full capabilities, I think I think the offense would have would have hummed a little bit better. Absolutely, he's a talented individual. He's just a loose cannon that you can't trust. So he needs some some help, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I think he he sees it as a weakness. I think if you if you're the one to be like, yo, I need some help. Uh, and they're offering it to me, and they're, heck, they're going to even pay for it. Why not? Joel and Joel and, and I know Rob was big in the WWE. They do that all the time with guys that, that need the, the help, whether it's for alcohol abuse or mental health issues. They, they pay for that kind of stuff, and the Buccaneers doing that was good on them. I don't see that as a bad thing whatsoever. Did, did Ric Flair ever get any uh, help? Woo! Like he, he's had a really yeah, interesting there's life. only so many there's only Great life. Uh, I mean I mean you know, when Rick is going to Space Mountain and stuff it all depends on <laughs> you need you need to seek help in, in those situations and Rick probably never thought he needed help so you know yeah, that guy's Rick, had a Rick, hell of a Rick, life uh, Rick's uh, Rick's one of a kind in in those situations but it's only a problem when you can't afford it I think they say and uh, I think he can still afford it so. Yes, yes, he's having a great time. He's having a great time. Still wrestling somehow. <laughs> yeah, how, how? Hey, man. Great, can't wait for this weekend. But yeah, yeah, AB, I, yeah, yeah, AB is just a different story. I think he just wants attention. He has the best rollout right now. Him and Kanye West are having the best, like, rollouts for everything. He's making money. He's doing media. podcasts, all this stuff, right? But he, I, I don't think a team should ever pick him up again because he's just a loose cannon. No, and he's going to fight with the quarterback. Every Tampa. quarterback he's been with. Can I yeah. can I talk trash about those Kanye West uniforms that I see him on social media with? Because if that's yeah, fashion, yeah. I have no idea what what fashion is. Uh, he's wearing, that is he's gross. wearing uh, he's wearing rain boots and stuff. I don't know what that is, but it's know. terrible. He's he's, uh, he's out of touch. Him and Julie Rose are out of touch. What's her name? Julie Fox. Julie Fox. Yeah, Julie of, Fox. Yeah. Of uncut gems fame with Adam Sandler. If you haven't watched that movie, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, definitely a good time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, it's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, this is going to, you know, roll us into our Super Bowl prediction week after the uh, the NFC and AFC championship games. Um, and, and Igor, I think that there's some wings in order for you. It's going to be tough because you're probably going to wear the jersey. There's going to be some ivermectin references. But, uh, you know, the streets are opening up on Monday, so we might have to get that for you next week. Um, and what, Bradman so, got that five for five, too. He's got he's got to cash out on that, too. go five? Yeah. I think I went five, like, uh, a few weeks ago. I think it was on the first. Uh, I think it was the first playoff, playoffs. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, playoffs. I just want to wish everyone a, a, a great evening, um, except for Mr. Ivermectin. Oh my god! Really? You, you got cut that clip. I, go, cut. I, I want to hear him here. Cut, he, he cut this guy. Pat McAfee and complain about me. I, 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 and here's another thing. And, and and again, oh here we go. How do you how do you how do you literally how do you lose the game on Saturday <laughs> and and you're and you're on Pat McAfee's show on Monday like like nothing Tuesday that, that's Tuesday a, Tuesday was Tuesday. It Tuesday sorry okay Tuesday. so he had an he had an extra couple an extra day or two yeah, yeah most day, guys take a week to to just he looked like he didn't get that. He didn't like I could give a damn. Uh, that's the perception thing. I think he gave a damn. I think he just in the in the place where hey, he did that. He had an obligation to do with those guys. He's not gonna push. Sorry, he's not gonna just not do it. And he he provides some good context. And I know everyone's gonna be hating on him for this and that, but 
hey, it's another another year loss. He he owned up. He didn't play well enough. Took took responsibility, and you move on from there. He's, but yeah, he did say special teams. He kind of said special teams and him didn't play well, so he kind of threw them under the bus. But of he course, didn't. Of course. But 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 he but he didn't play well. He always he said like he had to be better or so on and so forth. But hey, yeah, quarterback, for, you gotta have a short memory. Yeah. For me, this was the end of it, right? I, and I said this too that this was Rogers' last. If he won it, or even we talked about this, even get to a Super Bowl, at least there's something to ride with. But at this point, even if he wins another Super Bowl, I think the writing's on the wall. Um, he's still at best probably. I don't know. Is he? I guess maybe he's a top five guy when his career is done. But without the Super Bowl, it's gonna be tough. It's going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll continue next week. Hopefully, less Igor-isms uh, on the next show. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week on the oh, block. Yeah. NFL. Take care. <laughs> see ya.